Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Do you want to get your hands on the latest From the Stash merch? Check the links below, get the From the Stash store, and go check to see the latest drop. We appreciate all the support, as always, and we will check you in the next epi. Thanks to Ventana Plant Science for sponsoring this episode. I started using the bottle Flava in my garden. Flava can be added to any nutrient lineup. Studies have shown an increased yield of 14%, and also increased terpenes from 1.1 to 2.4%. Flava is an all-natural polymer that holds nutrients in solution. It also prevents precipitants of nutrients and increases nutrient uptake. Flava is available on growershouse.com. I'll provide a link in the description section below. And you can use coupon code THESTASH for a discount. And a huge shout out to AC Infinity. One of the best, if not the best, in air circulation in your garden. From smart controllers to tents to inline fans. They have everything you need to ensure quality performance of your garden. Consider checking out acinfinity.com and using promo code THESTASH15 to help save a few dollars off at checkout. Thank AC Infinity for helping bring us today's podcast. I was just looking at uh, randomly an article. I went to just educate myself a bit on the laws in Germany. I'm like, how are things over there for you guys? Is it, is it kosher? Is it good to do you know what we do over here? And I see that just like recently, there's been some major push and there's some talk that maybe maybe by the end of 2022 looking at some legalization over there for the the nation which would be absolutely amazing to see the whole country be able to to be free and to be safe and to not have to worry about you know persecution and, and discrimination against something as simple as a plant so yeah. how have you been navigating things uh in germany you know being able to grow the following and being able to have the the terp crew behind you what are things like uh being a consumer in a place like that I, I can I, I think it's good to start a little bit with my story in a really fast forward way to in by that you get a clue in which situation we are. So um, I started to grow my wheat um, long time ago when I was a student and let's say 14 years ago, we had the first um, <clears throat> occurrence of contamination in wheat. I don't know if you ever had that. We had wheat with, well, I get goosebumps with sand, with metals, with hairspray. And when this came, I started to grow my own wheat because I, 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 I couldn't accept to harm my body and to pay a, a, a deal of money for contaminated wheat. So um, in the last years, it got worse. And I think also you in, the, in Canada and in the States became um, friends with uh, contaminated synthetic cannabinoids in CBD hemp flowers. Um, my, just by talking about that, my whole system crumbles. Um, and yeah, it's that... Why I'm talking about that, it's important because this is an um, um, important fact that 
we have now politicians which became in the last five years aware that there is something happening which is worse than cannabis. People are coming into the hospitals with overdose by synthetic cannabinoids. And they say it's cannabis, but no. Now the politicians are aware that's not cannabis, that there is something because of the prohibition that with the hemp flowers you can make a lot of money when you spray some synthetic cannabinoids on them. And um, this brought now a situation in Germany where I think the politicians are aware that the harm... Um, cannabis is doing to the society is not compared with what sh what the prohibition is doing, and we are in a situation where where something huge change. In the last decades, we had politicians which were telling us all these lies, like uh, the it's uh, cannabis is a you say gateway drug or no? How you say yep. when the yeah, gateway yep. drug? And all this. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, all um, it 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 it's harmful um, and all the stories. But now we have the situation that the politicians don't believe that anymore. Our new government have has made a huge shift to uh, recognizing science and facts. And when this happens, uh, when this occurred the first time. We freaked out because we thought it can't be reality that our politician we voted for are staying there and telling us we want to legalize because we know that this is a better way of handling the situation. So to bring it to an end, we are now in a, in a situation where our government, we don't have to discuss about, no, it's not a gateway drug and all this stuff. We can discuss, okay, it's a substance, it can be harmful, but it also has to be accepted that a lot of people at the end of the week choose to smoke a joint instead of alcohol. So this shift from that we are talking now with politicians and they are talking exactly these days about how our legalization maybe will be fulfilled because we will come to this topic today, home growing is still something we don't know if it will come and all the people here in my community which are in the chat we are waiting to do the same what you are doing we want to grow our own plants because we think that going to the garden is something we need to meditate it gives us so much back that it's not just smoking it's much much more it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle like it, it's people being deprived of that and i think that problem actually is cannabis it's the lack thereof like the government's realizing that it's these alternatives that are the problem and it's by having prohibition you're opening up another area that shouldn't even be there and it wouldn't be there if things were legal and somewhat regulated you know and i would say somewhat because i hate how a lot of the larger governments go about regulation because they limit home growing but at the same time cultivating your own cannabis doesn't hurt any industry it really doesn't because the masses of people want it easy they're going to go to the dispensary, you know, and, and just grab some yes. flour or grab a pre-roll or a cartridge as where a like, handful are going to grow, you know? It's similar I, to, uh, it's similar sorry, to alcohol. The majority of people don't make their own alcohol, although <laughs> you can. Nobody's making, well, not nobody, but the masses are not making their own beer. They're not making their own wine. They're going to a liquor store, an alcohol 
provider dispensary, whatever you want to refer to it as. And then they get it. They get it from there. It's distilled. It's 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 pure. It's It's been run through the system and filtered so many times. The same argument can be made for cannabis. You know, it's it, it's that, you know, you want you want to be able to grow your own, but the majority of people won't. So that we need a system that provides them with the highest quality product that they, they deserve. It's it's clear too that you know the situation in in Germany is is no different than anywhere else in the world, and I think it's thank you America for that first of all, but second of all, um, you know the, it's the problem or prohibition of cannabis only actually exists because uh, it's perpetuated by those of authority and those yes. typically in government, and those in government are typically. Um, um, persuaded or influenced by those with a lot of money, and those. And with now, a lot of... sorry that I interrupt, but this is Go the m this is the main change where I get goosebumps because, man, our minister of justice is pro legalization. Our 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 minister of health, he's convinced now. He was completely. We have videos where he's saying, "No, I'm against it," and he said with his own voice. Guys, I've had to think about it, and now I have a new point of view, and I think we should... It's so... Okay, the people who are in power, they want to do, it right, they want to do the right thing. We are aware that they don't will do it perfectly from the beginning, but we will be thankful with everything we can modulate and... Finally, we can talk. It's so the politicians who've been there years, they never listen to us. The best argumentation never could be um, successful. And this is now something relieving to know that they think like we do. And now we just have to f uh, figure out what they will do in the next weeks. L look, guys, I will tell you something. Canada is a role model for all governments in the world. The states didn't legalize till now uh, on federal level. It, this makes a problem because the, the Germans are German. Yeah? <laughs> and they are looking to Canada. So I think when you will tell us today a little bit, I, I have some questions about your system also in the states and Canada. But I think that 70% of that will be our future. And the other 30% are the unknown, the black box. So you said something interesting. What I also think it's the reality. In a, in a legalized market, the growers, how many percentage of the people grow their own weed, do you think? It's low. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's low. And, and Very low. Uh, Chris, you were going to say something. I, I, I'm going to build off that, but were you going to say something? Build off of it. Go for it. The uh, I want us to I, 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 I can sense and appreciate the optimism towards legalization of cannabis and looking towards Canada as a role model. But I want I want to kind of dissect that a little bit. And I want us to remember that Canada has nothing to do with the legalization of cannabis. There are there are there are people there are organizations that have been fighting for the legalization of cannabis for decades for 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 70 plus years you know yeah. and 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 it's only through their sweat their tears their jail time that anyone has ever had the ability to you know work towards a system of legalization 
my government and and I'm going to say this as 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 partisan as I can is 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 only doing this as as a, as a as a as a as a as a token to vote if you will it's 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 being used as mm-hmm. a a uh, not a sheep but it's not they're not doing it for legalization they're doing it for the the popularity and 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 so there becomes there becomes a mix of 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 kind of interests at that point in terms of what the final outcome is they're not legalizing legalizing it for the consumer they're legalizing it because it's just going to make them more desirable and then when you do that there tend there tends to be a shift in in what your focus is and the focus is not the patient it's not the consumer it's it's about it's about regulation and it's about looking good and it's about you know protecting quote unquote children and quote unquote keeping <clears throat> uh, money and influence off the streets so it's you know it's you said you're like cannabis is 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 not a gateway drug or it can be i guess is the argument in yeah, terms for sure. of what like, is the gateway um but the thing is is that cannabis is continuously demonized in my country by my government that chooses to legalize it so it, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a catch 22 you know it really comes down to people willing to fight and put their name on the line for the legalization and that 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 comes within you know that that comes from people like yourself that are spreading word and knowledge in a in a in a in a in a state that that doesn't look favorably towards cannabis at the moment you know and 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 many more that have done it as well um can you can you speak to because you're you're creating content in germany uh with cannabis yes um is there is there any struggle to that while germany stays in this kind of gray state illegal state for lack of a better word yeah okay um i i will combine it again with an um, additional part of my story um when i was growing my own weed my life was fine but then there came a shift when I was working after I finished my study. I was working. I had a little bit problems with the police, so I, I didn't have a setup at home. And there, the, um, it was 2017 where our government implemented a new medical law. It's a really nice story behind that. It's an anti-home grow law. <laughs> there have been... St- there have been some uh, cannabis patients which have been fighting in front of the court uh, to grow their own medicine because they were supplied by pharmacies which have to import it from the Netherlands. And the supply wasn't constant, so they had a good argument against the, uh, the judge. They said, if the German government can't provide us with good medicine, and this is the only option we have. We have been trying everything from the farmer, yeah, from the big farmer, but nothing worked for our um, health. And if you don't provide us with good medicine, we want the right to grow at home. They, the judges said no, no, no. And there came one judge and he said, okay, the, you, there was one patient fighting for it. And he he got some, how you say, reglementations. You need a half meter thick wall. You need the same door like a pharmacy. 
uh, you need a webcam straight to the uh, police station stuff nobody would do this patient said okay let's do it in this moment our politician got so fucking nervous wow he will do it because he had support he was getting money together to build his home to a castle to grow a few plants just for the for the act of growing cannabis yes in this moment our conservative parties which are completely against legalization said come on we have to figure something out we can't allow one we can't allow one person to grow their own cannabis at home in this moment it will be like an avalanche so they said okay we have to fix what the judge said we have to provide medicine with the new law everything changed we are getting our cannabis imported now from canada uh, since 2017 from the netherlands from portugal and i think also from south africa some countries are now important so this was a they legalized medical cannabis on a new scale just to get nobody that um, to provide um, how to say this in english that, um, to to undermine the plants that one patient will grow his own medicine so guys be aware they we have a special situation our german health insurance system is paying for my weed i get 70 grams gorilla glue every month it's paid by the health insurance system and they let our system pay because they want nobody to grow so this is important well shit i don't know what i would take either i don't know if that's i don't know if i didn't have yeah. to grow and someone would provide me free weed well you think about the the economy man. Like they're losing they're importing product that's probably costing way more than necessary yes. way too much. they're losing out on money they have and they're You're using grass, bro. taxpayer money to pay for this you get that's it. insane so it guys insane. so this is important you got it immediately now we come to the next uh, step. You said you don't know what to choose. I had a plan. When I was growing, um, I was um, working in the grow shop and from the grow shop in the management from a grow shop. And then I got fired and I was, um, I, I, I was in a situation where I didn't know where to go. Legalization far away, yeah, five years ago. And I thought, okay, I have to leave the cannabis market, the small cannabis market. And then I had a huge opportunity because I was getting my weed legally from the pharmacy. I had the deal with my wife. In the moment I get it paid from the health insurance system, uh, I stopped growing because it's uh, it's dangerous for my family and for my job and a company came to me sense media and they asked me if because i was on instagram um educating the germans in english but they were knowing i'm german and no showing face just streams 2015 uh, 16 when the first stream option on instagram i was streaming from my grow box <laughs> yeah like you are doing guys yeah, we've been thank there. you yeah, for your work there. Really, thank you, everybody, for your work. Um, you are inspiring me and also a lot of people in Germany. Our pleasure, yeah. brother. Thank you. So, like I said, doing the same like you do, educating just the German, uh, English with my voice, uh, topping, filming, how to clone, all the stuff. 
just translating the good board knowledge. I, I'm a board guy. Translating it to the social media where the people are a little bit lazy. Because mm -hmm. I get my medicine from the pharmacy, I could start to show my face. And this was the starting point where I started with YouTube, where I said, okay, till we legalize, I get my medicine from the pharmacy. Until then, I educate the German cannabis community and society about growing. So my mission is that in the moment we legalize, everybody is capable from the theoretical side to grow their own cannabis. So, and to, to finish this, sec uh, this chapter, um, it's like, um, yeah, I, the trade was worth it, but I'm missing to grow, <laughs> guys. Mm -hmm. I'm missing to grow. Um, this plant gives me so much more than just, for me, it's medicine, but the, t the, the act of going into the garden, like I said at the beginning, is something I miss so much. Oh, we get it. it it'll great. be really interesting to see what Germany does as far as if they do legalize recreational, what their laws will be, right? Will there be different laws per each city? Will you be able to grow? How many dispensaries will be available? So on and so forth. I do want to go back to medical for a minute here because that's one thing that's really different between the States, Canada, and Germany, right? So the states, for example, we've got all these individual states with medical laws, and you have to be approved for a license, like a medical license, right? Or a prescription, I guess some countries will call it, right? And there's a long list of medical conditions that you get approved for. In Germany, uh, you know, I found this out a little while ago as I was doing the research here, it seems to be extremely strict. Uh, it says that you know, in order for you to get approved for medical, you have to be seriously ill patients who, quote, have no therapeutic alternative. So it yeah. seems like it's something that's very, very difficult to even get approved for. Yes. So I can imagine, you know, what are some of these conditions that people are getting approved for? And do you have any idea how many people are actually approved for medical across the whole country? So Germany have 80 million citizens and we are, oh, I think we are hitting 80,000 maybe patients. Oh, wow. Okay. So we are at 1%. <laughs> it's, uh, let, let, maybe I'm 15,000 uh, wrong. Maybe we are just 60, but we are a lot. I will explain you a little bit the medical system, um, how to approve for it, and... Um, where are the there are two different types of patients so we have private patients this is something you are used to in the states where in the in a legal state you go to a pharmacy or to a cannabis doctor and he goes through and he f um, he finds maybe a way or you have a really issue where he don't have to find a way and you get your license or prescription um in Germany, we have this, and like I said, the health insurance system. So the private patients, and we call let's call them the insurance uh, uh, the insurance patients uh, with insurance. Oh no, everybody have insurance, but where the insurance is covering it. So the beginning, it's really hard in Germany to get a doctor because the law. By the law, we 
have cannabis as a non-label medicine. It's not standardized. Uh, standardized. There, it's a natural product which can have 10 or 12 percent one the same strain depends on the run you know the inconsistent the, inconsistent this is what i was missing thank you so by that they they say it's a non label and a non label medication and it's beside the regular uh, uh, medical system where each medicine have a number and when the doctor makes a prescription for something against headaches. It has a number. It goes into the system. The pharmacy gives out this medicine. In this case, it's um, really a hassle for the pharmacy. Not every pharmacy wants to touch it because they have to make quality control. They have to test it. They have to repackage everything. And this just that you know that they're, um, the government don't accept it as a regular medicine or drug. In Germany, we have a problem with drug because the word drug, which is also medicine, is a more uh, a drug, and we ha we use it separately. So, and now you have to have the government said 2017. When you have tried everything with a chronic disease. And no uh, pharma medical product can help you if cannabis. If a doctor tells um, um, can um, can um, prove or not prove, but says that it ha can help you, he can try it out. Okay. So now, when I told you we have two different patient types, um, if the doctors are afraid of it because it has to do with it's not in the regular list the 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 insurance companies can come and tell if you if you make too many cannabis prescriptions we take all the money back and uh, we claim you to pay all the money you gave out in cannabis they are making the doctors afraid of using it as a as a medicine so the first step is you have to have a chronic disease and i am quite lucky because with adhd i'm on the on the side where it's, I can live, we also, my quality of life is okay, but with cannabis, it's perfect, but I don't have pain, chronic pain. Uh, I don't have cancer. I don't have problems with my stomach, uh, chronic infection. But all this stuff is where you can go to a doctor and try to find somebody who helps you and goes this way, which is not standardized. Standard, can you help me to standardized? Standardized. Standardized. Yep. So, and that, now we have a huge problem because we are becoming a, um, 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 a, a two-class society in this medical uh, case because there are people who really need it and they don't find a doctor because the doctor is afraid because he can get in trouble and he don't know how this medicine works. And they don't find doctors. But now we have also systems where there are private doctors. You are used to that in the States. They find maybe a way. You pay them. It harms the system. But by that, a lot of people became patients. And, but we also have people who say, okay, I take all my money I have 
and I put it into this private doctors and I have nothing more than my life, my pain or my problems and my medicine. And by that I am on zero on the end of the month or I even go to my family to ask for money to pay my cannabis medicine, which can be $700, $1,200 a month. And if you can provide that, you, you become a legal patient. If you don't have the money, but you deserve it, you have a problem in Germany. It's a problem at the, at the moment. So we have private patients who are able to pay and also deserve it. We have doctors who get in trouble also with this, who just give people who have money a license to smoke. And we have people who really need it and don't can afford to go to these doctors. And this is a situation which I'm facing every day. I get so many messages and the people are really looking for help. And it's not a good system at this, at this moment. That's very, that's very similar to how it is, or at least was here in Canada up until not that long ago. I, I've been a patient since 2014. And when I first became a patient, it cost $500 just to get the meeting with the doctor. That's nothing, that's nothing to say that they were going to approve it or that they were going to, uh, you know, uh, anything that was just to see him. So I, I get it. I get it. 500 bucks. And you know, you didn't even know if you were going to be approved and yeah. it kind of creates a system where one class of society can pay, can afford and another class cannot. And it's unfortunate, but that's the reality of it. Now you're starting to see a shift where some doctors it, it's becoming easier because there isn't a repercussion for these doctors to give out prescriptions anymore. It's just normal practice. So any GP general practitioner can give a, a, a prescription to cannabis anywhere. Um, and now, so you're seeing more and more doctors do it, but you're seeing, they still charge a particular fee. Now, some doctors are becoming less and less. I have found a doctor in particular doesn't charge anything. And it, yes. that's, that's the downside is you've got to hunt for these people. They're, Same in Germany. Yeah. It's not, they're not exactly. going to come forward. I would also like to thank Thick Ass Glass for sponsoring today's video. They were kind enough to hit us up with three beautiful pieces. If you head over to thickassglass.com, use promo code THESTASH, you can save 25% off all things from the website, whether it's an ash catcher, whether it's a small pipe, or a big, beautiful glass piece such as this one. Go over to thickassglass.com and use promo code THESTASH. They've got you covered. Also, head on over to their Instagram and thank them for being a sponsor of today's episode. Look, I can tell you just one, two small stories. I have a, a good friend. He's patient. He was, he's really uh, in need for his cannabis. He was at the doctor who was serving good patients and also the patients who just were looking for a legal state of smoking cannabis. And this doctor got in trouble with the police and the health insurance system. So this doctor drops all patients in once. And then there are, let's say, if, they, if he has 200 patients, 100 deserve it, and 100 just have it to smoke. This 100 patients, when they drop, are dropped, they don't find a new doctor. If you have money, no problem. And my heart is bleeding because I, I'm making so many calls and there are no doctors. There's you, e, each patient who have a, a doctor who is, is hiding him. 
because the doctors are telling um, the patients, if you tell somebody that I make this treatment with you, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, I can't do that. Then I have to drop all the patients I have now because they are all afraid. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And hopefully, you know, as they usher in legalization, this is something that's going to start to change. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, it's it, it, it just kind of pushes people into a tough situation because how do you avoid this? Well, you grow your own. And you do that, but now you are essentially putting yourself into a black si or a, like a, an illegal situation that you have to kind of manage, navigate. And that's not easy. It's not easy, you know. Um, and and I, I can imagine that's kind of the situation that you're faced with over there. Yeah, the, the thing is that I think when we legalize a lot of patients which um, have been just in the system for smoking, they will go into dispensaries because the prices will be at the end lower than the medical weed. And I hope that this will bring up a situation where um, and everybody is waiting for this also or expecting that from the government that in the in the moment where they legalize that they also uh, will think about the situation of the patients because um, we need a better access and more acceptance as cannabis as a medicine so that every doctor starts to use it because they don't also the doctors don't have to be afraid anymore that the people will come that just want to smoke because they go into the dispensary. So really, the people who are waiting in the room for the doctor, they are in need for a good cannabis therapy. And then for sure, our system should pay for their medicine. Yeah, I'm 100%. So when you think about it, it's like at eight, what did you say? It's 80,000, 1% of 80 million or 8 million, 8 million citizens? Yeah, 80, yeah. 80 million. 80 million. So 80 million citizens. As difficult no, as it is. No, it's not one percent. Sorry, my math was wrong. It's uh, zero point zero one. Yeah, so. right, right. I didn't catch that, so I'm glad yeah. you did. Doesn't matter. But uh, there's far more people that are using it as a medicine that simply can't obtain a prescription. They can't get access to a doctor. They can't get into you know uh, any kind of situation. So the the percentage is probably closer to one percent. If, if you take into consideration the people that can't get access to legal cannabis. You know, they're going to be growing behind the scenes. They're going to be getting it from other means because, you know, you, you can't snuff out a black market, you know, with, no. with a shady, shitty system. Uh, it, it's not going to work. It's going to force people to grow their own. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and it really yeah. endorses the black market with the way things yeah. are set up that way. It's, it's really shooting themselves in the foot they're importing product they're endorsing a black market not directly <laughs> but kind of directly with their actions Correct. and they're making it so the people who truly need it are are struggling to get it and having to use an alternative potentially like a real pharmaceutical that could be killing somebody or cause, causing drug addiction and instead there's a very safe alternative that someone could just be even a caregiver one of your buddies who's a good gardener who could just grow for 10 20 people and they're taking care of this community they could even pay a tax on it and all this extra money's coming in. Government's not paying for this extra shit. Like, it's amazing how it could work. It's nuts, you know? We are Germans. You have to understand that at the end, also, oh, our legalization will be German. <laughs> the, we are, I can tell you a little bit what we are talking at the moment about legalization. So I can give you a, a view inside what we, will f what we think will 
be maybe legalization, okay? Please. So, um, we know that the government has a fear and they want to regulate 100%. So, this is why also our fear if home growing will be included is still relevant for all us because we have no news. We know that there are politicians who understood that they said a legalization without home growing is no legalization, okay? So at the moment we know that um, we, or what we not know is it's much more interesting. We don't know um, who will get a license and how, but I can tell you something. The Germans, they will take money for it, but we don't will have this mess like in the States and the US where you pay a license and next year they bring a ne next license you have to pay. And then this is corruption. Yeah, this is, um, it's, this is like uh, vanishing people out of the market and just letting big money survive. Yeah, I don't will say that you don't will need a lot of money. But what I can say, we are Germans, if we set it up, there's a rule and the rule will be fixed and you can be safe if you act under the rules, everything will be fine and there will be no next year, new, you need a second or third license. So in Germany, we will ha have, um, I think, a quite clear overview what's possible or not and we don't have to fear if we step into this market as a business owner that there will come something next year which will be a huge problem again yeah because in this we are german um but i think it will be a little bit like in canada that at the beginning the the we have to understand the politicians mindset this is something I've, I, I tried the last years to, to, to push the movement. They Also, if they are willing, and they are not non-smokers, non we, we have to lower their fear. And we have to tell them, if you give us rules, we will stick to these rules, and this is how we will work it out at the end. And at the moment... The politicians know that there are companies importing from Canada. They are handling drugs and they are capable of handling them right and delivering to patients. So this is already a way into Germany. I think the German government will say at the beginning when we legalize, we will use Canada, Greece, Portugal, Israel, Africa to brings some products into the market, into the dispensaries, everybody will have the same products like you had in Canada. <laughs> everybody will have the same products because there is no way that we will have a time now to build a facility, to start a grow and to pro provide products for the market. So there will be import products. And if the government say, Yes, we allow German business owners to build facilities to grow cannabis. They already have some German companies. Uh, uh, um, the names now in Germany are Bavarian Wheat. They are growing. Then we have um, Demikan, a company. This is a 100% German company. But 
Then we also have, I think, is it Aurora with... Uh, sorry, Chad, if I say something wrong. But they are also a joint venture with some Canadian big companies, which have already facilities for the medical market. And they will immediately provide wheat for the German market. Yeah? And get these licenses. But we will have the same problem like Canada had. Big pharma wheat doesn't work. Big company wheat doesn't work. The middle and small licensing is so important when we want to get rid of a huge percentage of the black market because we need crafted cannabis because the growers on the black market will provide it. So, yep. and we are aware that this is our situation at the moment. Yeah. So, um, you see, we, ha we are looking to Canada and we know the problems, but the German government at the mo at the first step of legalization will do something. I will tell you immediately when I know we were waiting for the informations where they tell us this summer, end of the summer, this will be our legalization plan and we will try to realize it. It would be a really big deal if Germany legalized, because correct me if I'm wrong, but if Germany does legalize, that'll be the only country in all of Europe that has recreational cannabis. Is that correct? Is that why you yes. keep on saying Canada? You're looking at Canada, you're looking at Canada. There's no, nobody else no. in Europe that in has legal cannabis, right? Um, Netherlands are not legal. The people think that Amsterdam is legal, but it's accepted. Uh, Portugal is decriminalized. And um, Luxembourg, also yesterday the news came out, they have a strange way of legalization. Um, home growing for plants, staying at home with your cannabis, no shops, no nothing. Um, so, but... Yes, this is crazy, guys, that I'm sitting here with you, and I never thought that I would say Germany will be faster at the end than the States. We thought, guys, come on, please. We thought so much <laughs> movement. We see the States falling, yeah? We also have our maps with the dots and next state, green. Our German Deutsche Hamferband, our German lobby, uh, it's a company which makes lobby. It's not a non-profit organization. It's a crazy thing. It's a story by itself. But our main lobby for cannabis with the news, they are showing it each week when the state is falling. So we thought, guys, you will be green soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And, and the thing is, is that it's, you know, we, I, I remember this optimism. I remember when, when we were months away from legalization, we were still voting for our liberal party because, you know, they had us by the, by the coattails in terms of, wanting and hoping for legalization and you know they had washington they had colorado they had oregon as examples these places have been legal they were legal and canada had already had a a medical system in place before legalization so we had plenty of people to watch you know yes oregon washington colorado these are states they're not federal governments however we 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 seen what they were doing and then we decided to do it Canadian, which was, you know, the exact opposite. And, and, and it was like we had an opportunity. And, and then, 
You're, you're right. We seen the that we seen that there was no uh, regulation or no craft cannabis in place when legalization hit. So all we had was pharma weed. It was it was I say pharma weed. It was big business weed. You had yeah. companies that won the lottery. They got their lottery system. They got their licenses. They had multi thousand square foot uh, uh, factories set up to grow weed. Nobody that knew how to grow weed. And no love. No love. It was all money. And so that very quickly provided shortages everywhere and again just re reinstated or just it, it it supported the black market a system that's already been there it's been tried it's been tested and it's been true since 1990 or 1930 whatever you know so it, it it's rather than taking an example from the system that's already in place and by the people who have fought to get to the point that where we were when we were facing legalization, we decided to just make up a system all of our own and, and, and essentially billions of dollars goes to the wayside. Great Ooh. people don't have the opportunity to grow good weed. You know, these, these mom pop shops that have to compete against, you know, big money, big business that don't stand a chance. They don't stand a chance. Um, it's now starting to revert, but we legalized in 2018. That was four years ago. So Guys. over that time, the market, that, that gray market has only solidified. It's only become stronger. Guys, please. Four years is in our human life. It's a long time. But I think in, 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 a, in a political and economical circle, four years is a good thing. And let's, let's tell me some positive stuff I see on the other side. Um, I see um, when I see in four years from big companies growing wheat without love and bringing it to uh, as a dead product to the customer yeah with let's say three companies 12 products and what i see now what's going on with the middle and small licensing um in this period is huge because I say thank you, because we will start from there, I hope, quite mm. soon, that we go into legalization, a few companies, let's set it up, build your facilities. And I have the hope that, because I know it will cost money, but it will be logical. Like I said, we are Germans. At the end, there will be also, at, from the beginning, I hope, some middle producers, so that we get it past where you are now. And I think let's say positive four years such a change it's good because in more much in four years in the future we will have yeah um, we will have the possibility to 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 be part of the change I, this is how i think so i think that's i, I think that's Go ahead. It's a fair, I was going to say it's a fair thought because like even in Michigan, how it started and how it's morphed, it started a lot more for the people. It's gone a lot more away from the people. And now the people are starting to fight back. So I think the more that um, it, if the good legalization bills come into place, it's going to get people active when it becomes poorly adjusted or, or uh, modified. People become active again. They kind of lobby to push it in the right sense. So right now, the minority of people are, are active. So until legalization comes, people won't come out of you know hidden, the hidden cave or out of the closet, so to speak, until they feel safe to do it. Once they're safe to do it, then the argument comes to push it to a better form for the people. You know, I think there has to be a little steps. You know, that has to be given to take. Government's not going to give the people what the people want. 
but they might give us an inch of it. And if we can do take an inch, let's, let's take that mile. Let's do it. Cause it's for the people. You know, we're not trying to hurt anybody. We're trying to just get more for human beings to have the right to grow a plant. It's really, so it, how you know? is it in the States? Because uh, how, how is the, the legalization federal movement at the moment? It's hundred percent political. What movement? The, the is movement, there something? Yeah. It, it, yeah. The, uh, pretty much liberals push it. It gets almost there, gets shut down by the conservative side. Probably not because either care, but just because it's a party-based arguments, politicized thing. It's not about medical recreational economy. It's just about money for their side and their lobbying of, well, our side hates this, our side hates It's like sports. They've so there sports is no team. chance with, with both parties to legalize at the moment. It's just more a political ball to play with. I mean, there are bills out there uh, that are working towards legalization, but as far as whether or not they'll get passed, it's up in the air. I mean, you've got the House, which is controlled by the Democrats. You've got the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans. So there is a lot of clash going on that. Now, luckily, there is protections in place for the states. So as you know, there's tons of states that have legal laws for both recreational. Some have just medical. There are protections in states so the federal government can't go after those states which is very good. But yeah, there's an ongoing battle of whether or not it's going to be legalized recreationally on a federal level or not. We Can have, you... sorry, we have no, something similar, similar, but then also different. Um, the similar thing is that we have also the, that the, the government has to go uh, through two chambers, uh, two, 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 um, two um, political, how you say that in English? A, um, we, we houses 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 yeah, yeah houses and in the in the one house we have to pass with the law we have the conservatives at the moment still in place that they can work against the legalization so this is the same situation so we are trying to get each state now <laughs> ready for legalization so when the law will come into this house we can press pass through um so same situation in Germany. The difference is what we don't have. Sometimes uh, I'm, I say, damn, we need something more like that. But sometimes it's also good that we don't have it. That our states by itself, we have laws which are affecting the states, but no state by itself can do this walk alone. So the, uh, we don't have this federal Federalism. approach. Yeah. Yep. So, and yeah, so... This is something where the German system don't gives uh, any state the possibility to get out of it. So, see, the thing is, is that America is a very unique example. There is no other country like America, like full stop. So, when you think about where our country, my country, Canada, your country, Germany, it is a very favorable position. It is a very fortunate position to be in to to debate and vote on something yeah. as 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 for lack of a better word it you know as as trivial as cannabis and i say that loosely because yeah. when, you look at, when you look at america america is <clears throat> fighting how many wars america wow. is defending how many countries america is falling apart within its own civilization within its own piece of, uh, uh, citizenry it, it's falling apart. There's so much division in America when it comes to the conversation around guns, 
when it comes to the conversation around abortion. And these are just the two most hottest ones right now going on. That's not including all the other things like the mass shootings, the, 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 um, uh, the oil, the prices of everything right now. It is a, it, it, as a country, not a, you know, it's in a rough spot in terms to be able to sit and vote on something like cannabis. Yeah. When weed gets thrown on the table, it's like, yeah, get this out of here, man. Get this out of here. We're focusing on something way more important. And I say this loosely. I say this loosely because it's not. When we really look at it, weed is very important. You know, if our people were properly medicated, we would probably be in a far better position to try to negotiate and handle these kind of scenarios as a country and as a populace. But we can't because that's not what they're focused on as an American system. It's just, it, it, we're, they're not ready for it. If, well, if I may say, speaking as American, if you look at these states, the people disagree. The people actually do agree with each other, but it's these assholes who are in power who don't. Because once it gets moved up into the House and then into the Senate, gosh. But when it's voted by the yeah. people, we get a pretty, like, it not the clean sweep, but the majority of people who actually vote, because the majority of people don't vote nowadays, the majority who do vote <laughs> are voting yes. But the problem is once the politicians pass the bill, they modify it, they amend it, they change the whole thing up. In Michigan... We've got a private group of people lobbying to try to change our plant count for caregivers. It's not a vote. It's n not us saying this. It's a private group of private dispensaries and commercial grows who used to be caregivers and home growers. Probably not. Probably just college dudes who got backing. We're trying to shut it down. So, like, the problem always comes in is money. Is any guys, sort of thing can be exploited. And it's so it's difficult. Just to just build on that a half second, because I, 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 you're right in terms of the people do agree. And, and in nine times out of 10, I would say the majority of people actually agree on far more things than they disagree about. But it's the sphere of influence amongst the people is so much different than the sphere of influence of yes. government. You know, it's like the people aren't influenced on big pharma money. They're not influenced on big tobacco money. They're not influenced on defense budgets and all this other stuff that, that our government is influenced on all these things. And so it's like weed just doesn't have the money, doesn't have the backing behind it like all these other things. The people agree. Of course they do. Of course they want weed. But it's just, there's this whole other whole other realm that just doesn't, can't have the conversation on weed. I, I, what, what you are talking is that this the, the upper class of government uh, people, the senators, and they really, I... I have the same feeling they live in their own world and it's it's more like okay it's uh, what 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 they want from us yeah but the german politicians which are now in charge they are a little bit different i ha have the feeling that they are really aware of the human being this is something special but guys i have an idea to shift it to a funny uh, topic It has to do with legalization, it has to do with government, but it has also to do with our plans. When I tell you something, I want your reaction. When I tell you that the German government at the moment, we think is talking about to legalize, when they talk about legalizing home growing, because we have an uh, example for a law, um, which uh, one party uh, gave us, and I, we think this will be the blueprint. What would you do if the government tells you, yes, you're allowed to grow, but you're just allowed to grow free plants? Welcome to Canada. Free <laughs> plants. Better than nothing, in, I guess. In a, in, and I got in nothing. A, in a square tent, 
no fucking way that I can be satisfied with free plans. I don't know how to arrange them, guys. How I do you phenohunt? How do you, you know, like you find your terpenes that you're looking for by just selecting the cultivar? Like, it's ignorance. It's the people who are putting this in place have no idea about these plants at all. And then the people that have regulated, the regulating bodies, have no idea. They're probably the same people who deal with alcohol or tobacco. And they come in and they just hurt the industry. And what do they do? They just emphasize the black market. There's people who weren't in the black market or gray market who now become that because they started legal and we're like, this is bullshit. No one's coming to my house. Wrong. You do what I want to do. You know, like perfect, I don't know a lot of people. Thing. Like so guys, when this is the topic we had in Germany and we we will have it in the next months, I think, and I want your opinion about that. If we say that um free plants is nonsense, yeah? And we want to go to a politician and give him a good example, uh, a good blueprint as a grower, yeah? And we tell a politician, look, we know that you want some rules and you want that we have some limitations. What would you say to a politician? I want to just to give you some, um, some inspiration. Would you go by area? Would you go by Uh, light output indoors, but we have also outdoor growers. So what would you tell maybe a politician what would be a good approach? Wouldn't you think weight would be the thing? We'd be like, hey, we want, you know, 10 pounds per household. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the most we want to be able to see or something like, or a pound per person or something. So, because like, think about even in Michigan, we got 12 plants. And for the longest time, they expected me to have two and a half ounces. I was like, that's an insult. It's an absolute insult. Two and a half ounces off of 12 plants? Like, <laughs> I would like to be the pound police, and I pound would police. like to come to your house with official badge. This is pound police, and I am going to ensure that you have not exceeded any of your limits, and I will go house to house getting paid the highest salary on the land to ensure that you are not over your limits. Someone has to enforce that law. Who the hell enforces it? Yeah. That's the question I want, because it's like, let's let's come up with limits. Let's have all these fancy numbers that say, okay, I can grow four plants, 10 plants, 300 plants. I can grow eight plants. Who's going to know? Who's going to well, regulate see, this? Here's the problem Who, is when you get like, in And trouble. I ain't paying for it. Nobody comes to your house, but let's say um, somebody's acting wild at your house and music's too loud, the cops show up. And depending on where you live, they've got probable cause because it reeks like weed. And they don't know you're, you're growing, but it's, it doesn't smell like bud. You're like, oh, it's not. So then they come to your house the next day with a warrant, and they see you're over your plant count. And all of a sudden, you get a manufacturing charge, and you're going to prison. This is a buddy's story. This is a friend of mine's story. Yeah, I believe. And it's fucked, man, because that's well, what they do. It's like, you're okay until you get in trouble. In Canada, it is no longer legal for a cop to use weed as probable cause. So let's say he did come to your house for a noise pop noise. That's fine. You can stand whoa, there whoa. and you'll be fine. You can smell all my weed. In fact, I'll blow the oh, joint man. in front of your face. This but it's not probable cause. That's well, the, the argument for the people. Canada isn't for the grower. They're not for the grower. But son of a bitch, man. Some of it sounds like they are for the people when it comes to the, the laws. Like it's... You're not going to mm. get in trouble. You're going to be able to access your your products. You're going to be able to have some rights, but then comes in line the other side of things. You know, you got to get dirt ass bud that's been nuked essentially. You've got to be able to have places that don't even allow you to get it because there's no dispensary there. So you got to trust me getting it mailed from a rando, or you got to risk growing it and getting a manufacturing charge. 
So it's like yes and no. It's one of those like there's, the government never really hooks the people up. It's always this like is a, where it's up to Germany to get it right. They see the good, they see the bad. They're the next ones, the next country, the next ones to lay it down when it comes to how are we going to frame this in a way that the world can look at us and say we did it right. That's that's what I really want to know. Yeah. Um, do you have do you yeah. have a thought on this? How to how to um, yeah maybe regulation. To, of the home growing well i don't think there is i don't think there should be a pound police that comes around and impound yeah, yeah. weed or anything oh, like that I, okay <laughs> no because i really i wanted to 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 know before i tell you my thoughts i wanted really to have your clear uh, not influenced um we ha we had a good stream with uh, one of the main lobbyists pro uh, cannabis in germany here on twitch and there we came quite fast to the point uh, numbers of plants one big plant or 12 plants on the square meter it doesn't matter so this is no point and when we uh, come from this side uh, let's uh, let's limit it the light amount on a square meter a person can use indoor uh, the outdoor grow will overgrow them <laughs> instantly so and then you came with with the thing that um okay uh, pound police who will control that for this for this i have a german answer i have a german answer mm. uh, the germans will act like that they will say um per person or house you will be able to have let's say 500 i'm in grams and kilos i'm so sorry with pound it's hard for me uh, but uh, grams works will, yep yeah 500 grams per person at your house a one kilo because this is your year am amount you can smoke over a year yeah so you can grow once as an outdoor grower keep it and smoke over the year and now comes the thing what you have at home i think don't will be the huge problem when you stick to the rule that you don't leave the house with more than 30 grams in your pocket yeah this is uh, quite german but what you Every, they know that everybody will grow bigger than allowed, not everybody, but a lot. But when they don't do it in public and they don't affect the public, then you don't will have a problem. So I think that it will be amount at home, amount on the street, and then it will be, yeah, that's, this is the, how the Germans will do it. And yeah, we kind of have that in Michigan where like you can have so much at home and then so much you carry. And then at one point, it was really weird with Michigan. You had to have like it in a lockbox in your trunk when you're driving. No. Because it could smoke you. The weed could smoke you while you're driving. You have to be careful. So <laughs> I don't know what the deal was. Like it was always bizarre how it was basically you had to have it hidden and out of your reach far away from you. And, and nobody's ever said anything about a six pack of beer sitting right over here. That's okay. But I guess it just depends on your preference, you know? Right. I have um, problems. Sorry, yeah. No, you go ahead. It's go ahead. I have problems with my driving license at the moment as a cannabis patient. And there is something you say I beer and stuff. When I go out of a, of a not a drugstore in Germany, I go buying my vodka beside the candy with my kids in the supermarket, yeah? Where the candies are, there's the alcohol also. Close to it. Trust me so weird when i get out with 10 bottles of vodka and the policeman 
sees me uh, see me going to my car he he never will come to me oh man you have a lot of vodka and you can't drink this uh, with uh, you you will drive and be drunk by this amount you you ha will be drunk at the next day you <laughs> will drink and the same thing with prescription drugs which are so fucking making the people buzzy diazepam lorazepam tramadol all this shit if a policeman um, in, a, in, a, in a control finds a package of this pharmaceuticals in my car, he never would question my, my ability of driving the car. He never would tell me, we ha we'll have to call your doctor if it's right, and if he tells that it's fine for you to drive a car. Never. In the moment you have cannabis there as a cannabis patient, and they find out that you're a cannabis patient, they say you're not capable of driving a car and they let you pay thousands of dollars to making tests and visiting doctors and paying lawyers oh, it's discrimination well it is in the purest form yeah yeah based on your medication uh, yeah no and it, I, I i see a change coming and you know what your enthusiasm your positivity is contagious and you know i i think that uh, I, 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 if there's anything positive that I can see from the Canadian system, which I am very uh, pessimistic about, is that the rest of the world can use us as an example to 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 kind of do it right from here. You know, you kind of set it that can carry on the torch, if you will. Um, man, Vince, I think it's fair to say that we could definitely have a, a second episode and continue this conversation uh, again because, man, this is this is probably rivaling one of our longest episodes that and we've uh, that we've had. You are incredibly passionate about cannabis. You're incredibly passionate about the legalization, and 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 even your your passion towards your politicians is refreshing because it's not something that's kind of regular uh, in the west side you know um and 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 it's 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 refreshing and i want to thank you i want to thank the terp crew for coming in real hot in the chat um for anyone that's watching that doesn't know where to find you and and what you're doing uh where could they go to find you just go on social media and hit wins and weed and um yeah instagram YouTube, Twitch, and I started with TikTok, but just as an experiment. <laughs> Whatever yeah, works, guys. right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, works man. with when you say broccoli. Broccoli, broccoli. Oh, yeah. I heard it. Yeah, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you for having me here. Um, I would really love to invite each of you also to my stream, um, and I would uh, prefer next time to go into the garden topics. This is something I really love. Politics is nice and it's important to exchange. But with you guys, we have to talk about plants next time. Absolutely. So you are invited. Sweet. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thanks so much for coming on, Vince. We, this, is, this has been awesome. This has been really cool. Yeah, it's been really good. And if you guys are watching here on Twitch, uh, you'll see the episode live on From the Stash podcast on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, we actually record these videos live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash From the Stash podcast. Come check us out every Thursday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, and 12 Pacific. We'll be back here again on Thursday next week. Vince, thank you so much for the episode today. For uh, your boy, Rob, from From the Stash, TV and other things. Pigeons 420, Mr. Grow It from All Things Growing, and Vince and Weed. 
We're out of here. Have a great one. And shout out to Wink. Stay listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.